Thank you for listening to the FCS Podcast with your hosts, Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, do you believe? This is the FCS Football Podcast presented to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Sean Anderson and we are in the middle of a bit of a lull for FCS football content, content because we have a whole week before we are in the pre-week preparation for the FCS National Championship with JMU and North Dakota State. So in the meantime, we're going to be giving you some different content, uh, some different stuff just so you have the ability to hear our voices over this period of time. And today we're actually going to be talking with CAA Commissioner Joe D'Antonio, who is taking a time out of his day to talk to us a little bit about the CAA and some of the big opponents and teams in that conference. Sean, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Got a nice haircut. But I, you know when you go and you get a haircut and you didn't you didn't shower your, ha- uh, your head up before you go? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, so I got guilted into doing the the full head um, treatment, like where they shampoo your hair and they they scrub you all down because they say you got your scalp is dry. Uh huh. Just because you didn't shower right before you came, so I got I got suckered into doing that. I mean, oh, uh, so you wasted your money on something you didn't need? Is yeah, what you're telling extra, me? It was an extra five bucks that uh-huh. just didn't. It just. Did you go to a salon or did you go to a barber? Not a barber. You went to Not a, salon. a salon either. Did no, you go with your, you go with your sisters? Is that I, what you... <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I want to get. You know what? Just for that, I have a, uh, I have a picture save of, of little Joe getting his hair cut. And uh, after this episode, I'll tweet that out for all the listeners what that want to see what are you talking this about? picture of Joe looking so small in this, this legitimate barber chair while a real grown man is cutting his hair. And he just looks like a 15-year-old child, given it's his junior year in college. What, wait, where do you have that picture from? I have it. Don't worry about it. Who took that picture? Don't worry about it. Did you I, follow me around just to take that picture? No, I wasn't there. So somebody else took a picture of me. Uh, they may have. They may not have. That's a little creepy, don't you think? Well, I have one, and it, it'll be going up soon. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm, still looking, I'm still looking for a barber in the Northern Virginia area that I like. What do you so mean? Just, You've you know, been there for... You were there for 18 I, yeah, years. You were gone yeah, for I four. Really... You're going to be there for the rest of your life because you're never going to move out of there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How much is a haircut in California? 80 bucks? I don't bucks? know. You don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be in California or not. It's, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's still like 30 in New York. what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. It's 30? <laughs> yeah. About. I was, I was 30 today. Yeah. It just, I, I'm, just, I'm just mad that I got suckered, basically. Well, that's your own fault. Is the haircut at least good, or did you did you do something different for once, or is it the what same? Because you, well, you get your haircut the same way every time. You go sure, except for the one time you did the full uh, one on everything look that you did for a period of time. I think it was last year. But yeah, you usually do sh- short it off. short on the sides and then a little bit long on the top. That's usually what yeah, you do. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's my it's my it's my go to because it works. I don't do the soccer player cut that you do. It's not a soccer player cut. Well, it, the last one that you got it yeah. finally is not a soccer player cut, but before yeah. that, you thought you were Matt Sawicki and you thought you could pull it. Oh, uh, really? Really? What do you mean? Oh, really? Really? <laughs> I, I lived with you. I, I've seen. I saw it all all the time. Just your hair, just swooping and falling all over to the side. Who do you think you are? 
that was because it was uneven. That's that's pretty much the only reason why. <laughs> oh, also, what I saw what you did. What? What I do? I I know what you did. What did I do? With the all decade team. What do you mean? I didn't. We're I'm not getting not, into no that one on else here. is going to pick up on it. We can talk on. Get to the point about that. We're not talking no, no, about no, no, the no. all decade team from Anchor Sports no, 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 Network no, no, no. on here. No, no, no. But there's one thing that I, I know, know that you what did. you're talking about, and I'm not going to address it right now. You've got some nerve. Yeah. Go ahead, address it. I'm not going to address it. So today, I, oh, we're, why not? So today we're doing things a little oh, bit you're such a chicken. differently because Sean and I are recording with a different medium than we typically do. Today we're using. I, I purchased an audio interface, and we're using Discord to record. So. Hopefully the overall quality of this comes out really good and we can keep using both of these things as our um, outlet for recording, if you will. And also we we do have, Sean, I'm kind of springing this you on spur of the moment here, but I was kind of thinking putting together the, the Discord channel for us to record on. I was thinking of opening things up for our listeners if they want to be a part of our Discord and be able to put questions in there and also put thoughts and stuff like that, post articles that kind of stuff, if you're interested in doing so, uh, send us a message. We'll add you to the Discord. We, we would like to build some type of a community. Does it sound like a good idea to, to you, Sean? I don't mind it. I mean, if our fans are dedicated enough to make mm-hmm. and track the stuff that they've done. So I'm all fine with that. Okay. Well, it, yeah, again, it was just a thought that uh, it was something that we would prelim- like at preliminary level had discussed it. But because... I did the research and realized it, it, the, the sound quality would sound really good if we recorded through Discord with the interface that I got. We might as well allow for the opportunity for people to post things in the uh, in the chat. It's basically, for those who don't know what Discord is, it's just a, uh, a community and uh, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. it it's essentially a, a, an application that allows people to form groups and have discussions and stuff like that in the group. It's very customizable it's more typically used for playing video games, but still, it's a good medium for allowing people to talk. So if you're if you're interested in in joining the Discord, just shoot Sean or I a message. We'll add you in. I'm I can guarantee we'll probably get a message from Sean Blythe and Nick Masseroni, and that'll just be the four of us for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we could get them to uh, play their instruments on the Discord? Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Uh, I would enjoy that. So New Year's is coming up, though. Sean, what, do you, what plans you got? What are you doing? You want to talk about my okay? You're, well, you said you want to talk about New Year's. I don't. I don't know. What are you doing? I'm. Uh, I'm just hanging out with my girlfriend and her friends, basically, because I mean, are you going trapped in Rhode are you, Island? Are you going out? Yeah, yeah. You know, gotta go celebrate the holiday to some extent. Where are you gonna go? Uh, I don't know yet. Probably somewhere where uh, her friends having a party, so we're just gonna go over there, kind of thing. Uh, what about okay. you? What do you? What are you and your your uh, your lady doing? We're joining my group of degenerates out in D.C. Oh no! Yeah, I don't know. It'll be a fine night, I guess. So it's she's the only girl that's going with your group of no, 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 degenerate no, 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 friends. No, 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 no. My friends will be bringing their their girlfriends also. Okay, all right. Yeah. So Otherwise, that would be girl. that would be a recipe for. <laughs> a significant disaster. <laughs> yeah. They can't handle it. They can't handle girls. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's just a some people when a, a girl comes around, they just completely change entirely and they can't handle uh, it because there's a girl there. So So you're saying most of your friends are like that? Yeah, a lot of them are like that. Oh, that's fair. So we're we're going to yeah. 
uh, we're going to be giving you a conversation that we're having with CA Commissioner Joe D'Antonio. We'll hopefully be able to have him as a reoccurring guest, but he was willing to take the time to talk to us. But before we do that, Sean has a special message for us. And I'd love to tell you about Manscaped, a new sponsor on the show here, uh, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. It's now 2020, and you know what that means. New year, new me, new balls. Men, listen up. Harry bushes are so 2019. If you're going to pick any New Year's resolution this year, let it be to take care of your junk. Manscaped is making it easy with their grooming products. Joe is going up to visit his girlfriend in oh Rhode Island. God. So he definitely needs to go and come up there and make it nice and clean. Okay? That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer, their, their lawnmower 2.0. It has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past thanks to Manscaped. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls, Joe. That's just dirty. All right? Manscaped has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You always put on deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting it on the smelliest part of your body, Joseph? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLEAVE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code BLEAVE, spelled B-L-E-A-V. Start the new year off right by using the best tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. And now we're going to be joined by CA Commissioner Joe D'Antonio, who has been with the league for a few years now. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to us, uh, Joe. Joe, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on this afternoon. Greatly appreciate it. Well, uh, we got a couple things that we want to cover with you here today, specifically talking about the CAA. And right now we have one CAA team remaining in the playoff, and that being JMU. But we did have a number of teams make the playoff. But we saw during the year a lot of these CAA teams beating up on each other, um, a lot of surprising upsets throughout the year. Why do you think there's so much parity in the CAA and the an ability for everyone to win on any given week? Well, I think it just speaks volumes of the quality of the league. I, I don't necessarily know if I would even call any games upsets, to be honest with you. I mean, like, I, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking right now at our standings from this past year. Stony Brook finished the conference two and six. Rhode Island finished zero and eight. Delaware and William and Mary finished at three and five in conference play. And you could make an argument that all four of those teams on any given day could beat any one of the teams that that finished above them. I wouldn't even call them upsets. And I, I really just think it again, going back to my first statement, it speaks to how strong the league is. We often say that we're the best conference in FCS football. And I realize that you had a situation where North you had a situation where North Dakota's won several national championships, North Dakota State, and they have a great program, taking nothing away from their program. But when you look at our conference and take a step back and look at our conference teams one through twelve, the quality of play speaks for itself. And what you saw this year really was institutions cannibalizing themselves, to be honest with you, right? That's that's why last year we had six teams getting the playoffs. This year we only had three. And a couple of people have said to me, well, was it a down year for the conference? I beg to differ. I think it was a very strong year for the conference, and that's why you saw teams beating each other. 
Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of fans I've seen on social media talking about how you know the conference down year, there's only three teams. But if you think about it, that's a, a big plus in competition because you can have any team win on any week. And a big thing that really comes from that is the recruiting. We see schools like JMU and these top-level CA teams being able to get high-quality recruits, three-star recruits, and also transfers from big schools. Why do you think that there's such an attraction for recruits to come play in the CAA? Well, I think it all all the answers to the questions kind of meld together. If, if, you, if, if you folks listening understand, and it goes just right back to the quality of the conference. It's, it's a great quality of football. We have 12 outstanding head coaches, 12 institutions that are committed to not only being successful and winning on the field, but also committed to making sure that their student athletes are successful after they graduate and leave the institution. So you add all of that together, great academics, great institutions, great competition, great head coaches. And that's why I think we're able to attract talented recruits during the recruiting process. So going along with the, the, the same similar theme here, JMU has had such sustained success over the past few years they're competing for a national championship this year. They had a little bit of a down year the year before, but have always been in a potential spot to contend for a national championship. What do you think really separates James Madison from maybe the rest of the CAA and also the rest of the country? Well, you know, here's the thing. Then number one, they've had a great they've had a great program in terms of commitment and leadership at the top. It starts, obviously, with their president, John Alger, goes down to their athletic director, Jeff Bourne. Uh, Certainly Mike Houston, uh, the head coach that left to go to East Carolina, did a great job. And Kurt Signetti has followed right along that line. Uh, They put a lot of resources into the program. Uh, They've done a great job with their facilities, with their stadium. And they've tried to do what they feel as though they need to do to create that level of separation in the conference. Now, the interesting thing, though, if, if you go back, you know, they, they've they won 8-0 this year in the league. But you look back at a few of their games. I mean, Villanova had them on the ropes at home. Stony Brook had them on the ropes at Stony Brook. And there were some other situations where, you know, it's not like they're just kind of running roughshod through the league and nobody has a chance to beat them. It couldn't be any further from the truth. So, while, while they've done a nice job in separating themselves from the pack over the course of the last couple of years, I wouldn't say that they're as far out in front of the other 11 teams as maybe you would think. So this past year, we had a bit of a surprise team in Albany that gained some traction, and they ended up making the playoff at the end of the season. Do you, do you think next year there's a, a team right now that's set in a perfect position to be next year's Albany and, and surprise some some of the other teams in the CAA and make the playoff or is it uh, just in general, anyone can really come out. Yeah. I, I think, I think you've answered your own question. I really <laughs> think that in, in, in any given year, you never know. You know, you look, you look at the situation at Albany. Okay. Number one, Greg Gattuso has done a great job with that program. You, you look at the emergence this year of their quarterback under Cuffler and the job that he did running that program during the course of the season. Once he got going and, that's the type of thing that allowed them to gain some traction 
and separate themselves and finish with that six and two league record, which certainly was very impressive. So, you know, I'd look for them to be very strong again. I'd look for JMU to be strong again. Uh, certainly with Villanova, with Daniel Smith coming back and Covington coming back from his injury during the course of the season, uh, I'd look for them to have another good year. But, you know, as you go right down the list, you know, UNH, UNH had a freshman quarterback emerge. So you, you just Towson, excuse me, Maine had a quarterback emerge when Ferguson was hurt. You go, you go right down the list and you could talk about any one of these teams and say they could be right in the mix. So the last thing I, ha- I have for you here, and I, it's something I'm very curious about, and I think a lot of FCS fans are definitely curious about. You, you have this tradition of going and suiting up and practicing with the winner of the CAA for, for one day or for a period of time. What, what really inspired you to come up with doing that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the genesis of it, and, and I think um, I think folks will folks will understand this when I when I give kind of the background of the story. But I was I arrived at James Madison. Uh, this is now well, we're going on four years ago for the CAA softball championship, and it was prior to one of the games being played. I, the, the James Madison softball fields and baseball fields are right next to each other. So I walked over to the baseball field because the James baseball team was practicing. Just wanted to say a quick hello to the head coach. And as I walked onto the field, I, 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 as I said, hi to the head coach, I said, I'm here for batting practice. And, and the coach said, great, you're next. So I took, <laughs> him, up, took him up on his offer and I hadn't swung a bat in a while, but I jumped in the batter's box, fortunately made contact with a couple. And after that moment, as I was walking away from the baseball field, I, I came up with this idea in my mind. And the idea was, how could I find a way to get in a situation where I was behind the scenes a little bit with the student athletes and the coaches in a way you'd never have an opportunity to be? And obviously, with all of our sports, I can never practice with every single team every year. So I developed this kind of practice with the champions uh, scenario where I committed to practicing one time with each team in the CAA that wins a conference championship in the previous season. And what it's allowed me to do is it's allowed me to, again, be involved with the coaches and the student athletes in a way that you never have an opportunity to be involved with them. A chance to say thank you, really thank you for them for, for two things. Number one, uh, representing their institution in such a first-class manner, but also a thank you to represent how they represent the conference in such a first-class manner. And then I usually try to deliver some kind of message. Uh, the message can be uh, th- talking about commitment, talking about opportunity, you know, whatever I decide to go with on that particular day. And I think it's really been received well. I know that I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think the coaches and student-athletes have enjoyed it as well. I'm just curious, though, has anyone in suiting up for a football practice, has anyone ever delivered a, a little bit of a, a, a good hit of contact to you, or, or is everyone a little bit like, oh, uh, hands off, don't don't hit the commissioner? <laughs> well, there, there, hasn't been, there hasn't been a lot of contact, uh, but I will <laughs> say there has been, a, you know, I've, I've inserted myself right in some of these drills, so there's been a couple of one-on-one drills that I've been involved with where there's definitely been a little bit of contact. It's been fun. Well, that, that's certainly a great thing that you're you're doing, and that tradition that you've created is so unique, and it's it's been awesome to see every year that you've done it. 
thanks for taking the time to talk to us, though. Really appreciate you uh, coming on and having this conversation with us. Joe, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, happy to be back with you guys anytime. Wish everyone a happy new year and hope everyone had a great holiday season. Thanks, Joe. We'll uh, be looking forward to having you on again soon. Thank you. Well, that was a wonderful conversation we just had with the commissioner of the CAA. But before we finish up the show, I just want to talk to you about my bookie, who is one of our biggest sponsors with this show. So Christmas has come and gone and the final week of the NFL season just passed. But the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. There's only a few weeks in the playoffs before we will have the Super Bowl here. We've seen exactly what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get your last bets in before the Super Bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done, and will Tom Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? And I bet you have a feeling on who you think is going to be that final winner in the NFL. Head on over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry, and if you're looking for a sports book to make sh- some bets on bowl games at the FBS level, MyBookie is where you want to go. And if you don't want to just bet on football, you can bet on anything at MyBookie. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and very helpful 24 customer service. You can even pull together your bets into a parlay and get an even bigger payout. If you got a couple of games you think are going to going to be hits for you. You can put those together and make more money that way. My bookie has more lines, better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And right now, if you join, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is go use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's BLV for extra cash on my bookie. Bet win, get paid. So that conversation we just had, Sean, with the commissioner of the CA was really a good one. I think the one thing that stood out to me, though, was him bringing up the fact that those games from the lower level CA teams beating the higher level ones aren't really upsets. And it's really the case of good competition. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, I wouldn't say a casual fan review is it a, as an upset, but even pretty tuned in FCS and CAA fans, if you track all the teams all year, you could see, I don't you could see if it is an upset and you, you see by the book which team probably has a better chance of going to the playoffs or better standing. But as we've been saying all year, you can't really dictate one game, one win being an upset given the, um, what's the word? Uh, gravity? Yeah, gravity? I guess that works. Yeah, of of the CAA and how strong everybody is. So I, I agree with what he said, and but I, I do think people can see them as uh, upsets, but it's our job to let them know that they're not. Yeah, and the other thing too, it, it, it seems like a lot of people were pointing out this year that like, oh, the CAA had a down year, and oh, the you know the CAA is not as good as some of these other conferences. But it, the overall competition level is the reason why there weren't six teams in this year. And he even pointed that out. He even said that. Because there's only three teams in, that does not mean it's a down year. It means that it's an up year because there's so much competition and so many competitive teams that can come in and play well and do well. Even the the most bottom team, Rhode Island, where we were from, we finished last in the CAA, if I'm correct. I don't even know that for sure. I'm pretty sure we did. But we're going to produce three guys that are going to get drafted in Kyle Murphy, Aaron Parker, and Isaiah Coulter. So that talent level is still on the top for me. I completely agree. I mean, every school is going to be producing guys I, that that could go on to the next level. And also, it's damn hard to get six teams into the playoff in the playoffs. So I, 
I guess that's the standard that the CAA has, has put up um, last year. And then if you don't put six in, then it seems like it's a down year, but it's really not. No, and I, again, overall, though, the quality is just so high. And it, it ended up turning into a uh, the show, basically, the topic of it was uh, <laughs> why the CAA is the best conference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't the intention. I know we're going to get tweets from people, uh, you know, Nick Masseroni or Blythe or Kwame is going to be like, well, wait a minute, you know, our, our conferences are good too. But we're not saying that the CAA is ultimately the best and way better than everyone else. It's just the conversation we had does pinpoint where um the caa stands even though they only had three teams in this year right all right that's gonna be it from us folks thank you for tuning in as always be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us and you can find us on apple podcast stitcher iHeartRadio, spotify you name it we are there and if you're still having trouble go to believe.com spelled b-l-e-a-v.com and also follow sean and i on social media at joe de leon you can follow sean at Sean Anderson, 65. Have a wonderful rest of your day, folks. Everyone has a favorite photo. Now you can turn yours into Canvas wall art at canvasworld.com. Canvasworld.com will print your photograph on a handcrafted custom canvas at the size of your choice. They combine the latest technology and environmentally friendly inks to produce canvas prints that are higher quality than ever available before. And they guarantee their work for life. Maybe that's why six of the country's top 10 hotel chains choose Canvas World. Their prices are a fraction of what you'd pay elsewhere. And it's easy. Just upload your photo, choose a size, and you're done. They'll even digitally retouch your photo absolutely free. Place your order at canvasworld.com today and save 35%. Plus, get free shipping when you enter promo code PHOTO at checkout. Get big Canvas prints at big savings at canvasworld.com and save 35% and get free shipping when you enter promo code PHOTO at checkout. Order yours today at canvasworld.com. That's canvasworld.com, where photos become art.